Hey y'all, Trace Reed here with Picture Me Living, and I'm here with my friend Frenchie. Hey y'all, so I'm Frenchie. I um, am a real estate agent, a bartender, and a club promoter. Uh, you can follow me on underscore underscore Frenchie with three E. Yep. And I'm gonna type all that out in the description because you do got a lot of E's on the Frenchie. Yeah, I do. That's how I find you. So I'm gonna give you an icebreaker, get you a little bit more comfy. So, what are your favorite party spots in Atlanta right now? So I like Revel on Saturday. Um, that's been one of my favorites. Um, I do like a fence spot also. Um, I like Terminia City, eleven forty five. And, and sweet lounge Mondays. I'd be Monday. So we're in matching pajamas for the people that are listening. Audibly, you gotta catch this on YouTube because we matching and we cute and we got it's an audience. Christmas. Yeah, we and I matching PJs for Christmas because, you know, <laughs> you got to get the matching PJ shot for Instagram. And we got to take one too before you leave. Take a little picture. So we're just saying Rebel Saturday. We go there a lot. Yeah, I'm a too. whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> We've been and having fun. Huh? The African spots. Where did we go last night? Eden. We went to Eden Lounge yeah, and 230. After hours. So what are your favorite food spots? Because Trina act like she don't know where to eat in Atlanta. <laughs> she eat. <laughs> we eat every day. Uh, I honestly love MCK. Um, oh, yeah. MCK got real good food. Okay. And it's black owned. Yeah. By support. Um, I do want to go check it out. Verdure. I still have a been. What's that? Verdure. It's a new... Um, Red Verdure. With a V. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ain't even yeah. heard of that. It's my friend's spot, and I still haven't been. Okay. I was really good. Um, what are they going to get to eat? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so it might not pick <laughs> up your voice. So we just came back from this African um, food. It was really good. It's called San Luis. It's in Riverdale. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, what else? We literally, we love food. We yeah. travel all the time. So What's your really? place with the with the pots? Oh, the hot pot. The Korean yeah. hot pot. Oh, oh yeah. We'd be going, yeah. Because it helps with hangovers. Oh, <laughs> Korean yeah. Yeah. Who want to fuck Who want to Oh, yeah. You got to burn that. I was yeah. like, I don't know if you said that, too. I was waiting on it. But you know, I eat it every day because I work. Okay. So, you know, I'm used to it. I love they meet you because... It's it Vietnamese, but it's also like it's very uh, bar friendly. So like it's mm-hmm. not your typical bar food, but it's still bar friendly. So yeah. that's why I like it. And of course, because Frenchie there. <laughs> yeah, and them wings is good too. Yeah, yeah so it still got good. your bar food, but you still get the regular yeah, like Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. With a DJ, the whole vibe, hookah, all of that. What's your favorite spot? My favorite, I don't really have like a favorite spot, but 
Thin and Feathers has been my go-to for so long because really? the food is so good. The food is so good. And, like, I know I'm going to get some good hot food. I know, like, I know my money is going to be spent well there. Like, I ain't got to send nothing back. I don't have to complain. The hookah's going to be good. The DJ going to be good. So, but I've been going there for so many years, though. And maybe that's why. And for food, uh, like I told Trina, Busy Bee. Busy Bee? You don't like Busy Bee? I've never been there. <sighs> you got to go. I was like, oh, my God. I what thought is I was going to get my first bad review of Busy Bee. Soul food. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. It's always, like, crazy packed. Yeah, it's always yeah. packed. But delivery to my house is immaculate, though. Like, it's still hot, and they seal it. It's, like, the best delivery ever. It's like ordering STK. It's like ordering a fine dining food. Like, they seal it off, and it's, like, in really nice containers. I love Busy Bee mm-hmm. for soul food. But I forgot about MCK. I haven't been there in a while. We got to yeah, go I back. Love MCK. And have and a Pine, latest day. Too, the new Pine. Prime Steakhouse? No, it's... You know Prime. Is it seafood or steak? They got everything. It's literally just new. He opened probably like two yeah, months ago. I haven't been there. On Prime, yeah. I had to try Check that. it out. Mm-hmm. House Steakhouse, even though it's not black-owned, um, <laughs> it's always a vibe, though. Like, it's always something going on in House. Mm-hmm. You got to go to know what I'm talking about. Like, it's always eventful. It's boring. The atmosphere is like a fine safe house, but like, it's always like some fluid out Instagram models in there. It's always <laughs> something. It's always something. <laughs> Last time we went, we got Louis 13 shots. Like, oh and it's like God. a whole like yeah. experience when they bring it out. The whole staff got to bring it out. And we got that for free because. No, what's that place? Um, where they have all the drinks, the food. It's like super expensive for like little portion of food. Steak market. Steak market. Oh my the gosh. food is good though. I went once. Me and my homegirl spent $400 together. I won't, I won't do that again. I would never. I, <laughs> I, asked, my, I asked one of my best friends. I said, I'm going to take you out for your birthday. Where you want to go? She said, steak market. The ticket was $800. Pony. Never again. I would never yeah. take that. <laughs> I would. I would never. It was crazy. It was four hundred dollars at the bar, and we just got like appetizers. But I did get a lot of drinks, and eventually when we got the tab, I'm like, Nah, you gotta give me some shots or something. Like this is this is a lot. <laughs> so we love <laughs> feeling good, so but much. we were watching everyone else's drinks or whatever. They have like cotton candy on them. Like the presentation is insane. And yeah, it's all salt baby. Yeah, yeah, it is. You pay for the experience, really. So let's get into some topics here. Cause we could talk about food all day, clearly. <laughs> and restaurants. Cause that's what we do. We hang yeah, out in Atlanta. Yeah, we go eat. Yeah. But we always talk about like getting deeper conversation on the podcast. So we got some deep conversation for y'all. Where are you from? So I was born in Maryland. But I grew up overseas in Switzerland. Okay. Yeah. So I've been I've been here since 2010. Really? Mm-hmm. So you were in Switzerland prior to that? Yeah. So is English your first language? My second. I speak What's French. Your... Really? Mm, that's why. <laughs> French, Frenchy. Yeah. Um, I would love to learn French, but it's not a like worldwide language. It's mm-hmm. only in certain places. So, what languages do they speak in Switzerland? Uh, we speak German, French, and Swiss German. 
So can you understand, Jeremy? You know, I used to speak it back in um, high school, like really? really good. I failed because of English. Like I could not. Really? Mm-hmm. But I forgot now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like that's a hard language also. And it's not worldwide. But French is like, it's like a a love language. Mm-hmm. Would you describe it like that? That's what they say. I don't know. Because <laughs> you don't hear it like French people arguing. You don't hear them like yelling at each other. It's always like a smooth conversation, even mm-hmm. when they're angry. Yeah. You could get kind of loud though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a when minute. When I speak English. <laughs> so when you yeah. speak French, is it like just like a whisper? Like, Yeah, my voice changed. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. We want to hear it. Well, I can't really have a conversation <laughs> with you. Bon- bonjour. <laughs> Ça va? I don't know what else to say after that. That's all I know. You That's know, it. my name is French though, Cherie. So when, yeah. I, when I visited Paris, everyone said my name right the first time, Trey Cherie. But, like, here, all the time growing up, I have to explain to people how to say my name. Like, my teachers all fuck it up. Everyone mm-hmm. fucks it up. But I went to Paris. They're like, Trey Cherie? And I'm like, what? Y'all know how to say my name? Oh, my yeah, God. It is French. That's why I got a nickname because my first name, like, nobody can say it. So, I was like, you know what? So, Frenchy. what does Cherie mean? Because when I look it up, it's a few different meanings. It's like, um, kind of like my love. Like, you know how you call your boyfriend, like my okay. loves. Mm-hmm. Shetty. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cute. That's pretty. Like so it. why'd you move to America? Like, is it a story behind it? <sighs> so when I moved, I went to New York first. And I was supposed to just stay, just mm-hmm. to learn English. And then I had met <laughs> someone, him. And then... um. Yeah, I ended up being pregnant. We got married. I ended up staying. Okay. And that's it. Then I'm just all So what do you prefer country-wise? <sighs> I f- you got more freedom out here, I guess. Like if I want to wake up and be like, you know what? I want to change my career. It's easier. Because back home, you have to go to school for like really everything. Like it's way so to change, you could just wake up here and say, I want to change my career. I want a different job. You can't yeah. do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. I never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. In Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I like it there, though. You know, my family there. Yeah. Yeah. What about the weather? It's cool. Um, It's like New York weather, really. Have you been, like, skiing and... Yeah. For real? Do you know how to ski? You know, I used to, I'm a professional athlete. For real? Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm learning so much about Frenchie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't really or ski? I do both, but I was professional. You lying. For skiing. For real. Mm-hmm. So when I lived in Utah, I lived there for three years, and they would pick one, either a snowboard or a ski. Really? And they're like, you got to stick to it. But yeah. you're, you do both. Yeah, I do both. Oh. It's so mm-hmm. confident, too, what she said. Yeah. So I I'm nice. ski. No, I'm really nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I even, when I was pregnant, I was six months pregnant, I had went back home. I went ski. Like, I literally ski better than I walk. Really? Mm-hmm. So, would you, is that something you would introduce your kids to? Oh, yeah, they ski. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I was in Utah. Like, it was like two year old babies skiing. 
and you're over here like, yeah. and I'm like <laughs> struggling, <laughs> struggling. I can't even get off the lift good. Like, yeah, I, I fall off the lift. <laughs> I, d- I don't get off the lift. Like, I just, like, stumble and fall. That's why, like, a lot of people, like, my friends, they be like, oh, let's go take a trip. Let's go ski. And it's cool. It's fun. But I feel like it's rare that I meet somebody that I actually know, especially yeah. black people. I know oh, you're not I actually going, not here. ski. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> I have to wait on y'all. Mm-mm. No, you can leave me. That's fine. I'm going to be down here <laughs> on the bunny slope, barely. Yeah. And then I'm going to have the liquor down here waiting on you when you get done with what you're doing. I'm going to go get some hot chocolate. Yeah. I'm not going where you're going. So, yeah, we'll take a trip to, like, Denver or something. Yeah, I do want to go. Yeah. Ain't you supposed to go to Switzerland in February? I want to. I want to. Um, You should. I booked a round trip to Paris when the tickets were really cheap, when all the shit was going on. Mm -hmm. Tickets were, like, $500 from Atlanta. And... um, I don't want to go to Paris, so I want to go, like, to Switzerland because I've never been to Switzerland. Mm. But what I want to do is so expensive. So how it's did you expensive. manage all of that stuff? Like, like were your parents rich? Like, how did you do all no. of that? It's so expensive. <laughs> Everything I look up is expensive. But you got to look at it like that. See, when you work over there, you get paid way more. Oh, so it's kind of okay. balance it out. While we, you work in here, you get way less, but then... The vacation and over there mm-hmm. and everything like the hotel I'm looking at, um, it's like three thousand dollars. Yeah, and Switzerland's super expensive. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I want to go because it's something that I haven't tapped into. Um, definitely not doing the extreme ski. So I fell off a of, um, snowmobile in Italy before. Really? Yeah. So I'm not because. <laughs> If you take snowmobiling lessons here in America, like in Utah, Denver, it's like baby steps. Mm-hmm. But when we took it over there, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be easy. She's like, here you go. Here go your helmet. Let's go. And I'm like, okay, I could do yeah, this. It's not a, yeah. It needed power steering fluid. Like it, it wouldn't turn for real. And like everybody in my class was gone. Like they was angry at us because we're moving slow. Like my mate was from Miami and then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm from Atlanta. You probably think it's like a jet ski or something. Yeah. It's hard. It's harder. It's different. Like, Mm -hmm. it's totally different. Everybody was frustrated. And so they kind of left us, and we just stumbled off the mountain. And, like, they were, like, down. I'm going to show you some pictures. And they were, like, down. Everyone's like, oh, my God, they got their cameras out. And, like, I felt the snowmobile, like, go over, like, my body. Oh, yeah. Like, literally. Mm, No, it's hard. It's harder. For sure. All right, then. So when are you going back? So I was, to go, I was supposed to go last week, actually. But, really? Um, I'm still waiting on my daughter to get her passport. So once she get it, I'm gone. Probably like July. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's the weather in July? It's good. It's, it's hot. Still, it's, okay. Mm-hmm. It gets hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It gets hot, hot. All right. Yeah, we got a lot of lakes, like boats and stuff like that. Yeah, so the hotel I want to stay at is off this lake, uh, Lucerne or something. Lucerne? Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You know exactly where I want to go. I want to do the husky situation. Like, I want to go sledding Mm -hmm. with huskies. I did that. It's fine. Oh, of course you did. You're like, I did that. (laughs) I did did a lot of stuff. So we have a similar story with, like, how we grew up. But different, similar but different. So I didn't grow up with 
my parents, and I just learned recently that you have a similar story. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about it? Sure. So, well, I was born in Maryland. Uh, I was adopted. So that's how I ended up. I got deported. I went to Switzerland. And, um, yeah, when I moved back here, like, 2010, I think I met my mom. I was, like, I was, like, 24. So did you look for her or did she, mm-hmm. like, really? Yeah, I look for her. Like, I'm really, like, I'm good at fun. Whatever it's on social media. <laughs> <laughs> FBI. FBI. You, whatever is on Facebook, social media, I'm really good at it. So, mm-hmm. um. She kind of triggered me, like, my birth certificate. She changed, like, my dad name and stuff. So Really? Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really find him. Mm-hmm. But then I met her, and we were supposed to stay, like, the whole weekend. But I was like, really? I went right You there. was over it. Mm-hmm. So do y'all have a relationship? Mm-hmm. Oh. No. We don't really like each other. So, so that's what I was going to ask. Is that something she pursues? My thing is she lied a lot. Okay. She like a lot. Because, you know, I feel like every, like, kids deserve to meet their parents. Yeah. So my thing is, literally, when I found out about my dad, because she told me she didn't know who my dad was or okay. whatever. So then, literally, he was literally like a, like a block away. Mm. She could have just told me, like, oh, okay, that's your dad. Yeah. And I could have just said, ma'am. But, like, two years after, I was at the strip club, actually, with one of my friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And my um my sister texted me. She was like, I'm sorry for your loss. So I'm like, what are you talking about? And then she was like, yeah, your dad just passed away. And I'm like, I thought you'd say, I don't know who my dad is. Wow. Yeah. So I never met him. So I was mad at her for that. Yeah. I was so mad. I mean, that's a similar story to mine. Um, My mom is steadfast on who my dad is. And I did the research and found out that's not my dad. It's my stepdad is my dad. Mm-hmm. And my stepdad tried to tell me that when I was a kid, and I was like, "No, you're not." Cause my mama told me, you know, Tracy's my dad. She named me after this man. No, I finally did the research. Like uh, somebody actually pushed me into the research because they wanted to know a guy, mom. And she was like, "Yeah, you related to all these people from New Orleans. You got Creole, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "That's not." My dad, you know, mm-hmm. and I can't have that conversation with my mom. Like, you can't talk to her about it. She'll just freak out, just lose her shit. Like, she just, you know, is not prepared to have that conversation. I'm like, well, we can't converse then. If you don't want to face, you know, what's going on in my world, then we can't really have a relationship. Like, we can deal with I check in. I make sure she's still alive or whatever, but we don't have a relationship because of that. Really? Yeah. So that's even more shit that we can kind of relate to. Yeah. Cause I mean, it was, it was hard growing up. Like it was really, really hard. Like, especially, you know, my, my, well, that's my parents for me, but like they're white. Mm-hmm. So like, my whole family white. Then you got me. My yeah. brother is black too. So like I used to go like to white school, private yeah. school, you know, until a lot of things happened. So I ended up going to uh, public school. Okay. And then, you know, I was with like, you know, people from like Africans and, you know, and then you started to fit in. Yeah. Because I never really feel like I fit anywhere. Like I never really feel like I fit, you know? Yeah. I was going to say that, like, especially being in Switzerland, where yeah. it's predominantly one race. So you just kind of, that's how I was living in Utah for three years. It's just kind of like, okay, well, what do I do? Because 
I want some hot wings and I want to go, you know, to the flame. <laughs> I want to see, you know, Magic City, but it ain't none of that there. Like nothing that I enjoy doing was around this, you know, one race of people. But mm-hmm. that's me as an adult. So I can't imagine growing up as a kid in that environment. Yeah. It made you strong though. Oh yeah, definitely. I had like, I guess that's probably why like I, de- I detached from people so quick. It's like Ooh. I have a detachment <laughs> Me too. issue. Yeah. Like literally my friend was like, damn, like I can be best friend with somebody and then they piss me off and I just cut them off. But I, like, I used to like love them to death, but I just yeah. be like, and when it's over, it's over. Like I just don't, I've always I don't thought that back. was my Aquarius trait, but in the that. back of my mind, I'm like, no, nah, I think that's kind of like how I responded to trauma. And I just got used to that. Like, okay, you know what? You disrespected me or I felt like a certain way. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to detach because that's just how I handle things growing up. Mm -hmm. So how do you think we talked a little bit about this last night? Like, how do you think like friendships and relationships, whatever that means to you, how do you think that they receive the adoption news or, you know, do you think that they're very receptive of it or they're like, Okay, whatever. Like my friends? Yeah. Um, no, my my friends' friends, they listen. Like anytime I want to talk or, you know, I be open up because I, I don't open up. Really? I don't. Like, well, wow. thanks for opening <laughs> up. Yeah, <laughs> too. <Damn, dude. laughs> <laughs> well, but I got busy. And they just and they be like, can't talk. So she literally just like me. Like, she yeah. just like me. But um, yeah, I don't really open up. So that's why a lot of time I get hurt because I don't open up. And when I yeah. do open up to somebody, that means a lot for me because it means I trust mm. you. Yeah. And then you still gonna do some fucked up shit. And I'm just like, that's exactly why I don't open up. I but, and I'm not a therapist or whatever by any means necessary, but I really feel like that's trauma response. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I feel the same way. Like I'm not opening up, detaching all that shit you just said. You just, it's like we known each other forever. Like you just mm-hmm. described me to a T. Even though, like, we live It's like you can't really, you know, you can't talk about it so much, but people don't really understand, you know, because most people, they know their parents unless Mm -hmm. somebody died, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can tell my best friend, you know, how I feel, and she can't listen to me because she loves me, but she won't know the feeling because she know her parents, you know? No one fully understands. Yeah, nobody understands. Yeah. Because, girl, I used to, every night, every night, I used to look at the start cry. Like, mm. look at my window, just cry every night. Until I met her, that was like, good damn. <laughs> do you think that it was, was like, like closure? Like, or do you think it was like, I mean, because you're still so young, so it's like, it's not necessarily closure. Anything could happen, but it's like, okay, I got that check in the box. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. That's good that that ended that pain, at least. Like, because you don't, yeah. you shouldn't be. Every night crying, like, no one deserves that. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to get too deep. Oh, no, my God. You're about to make me cry. We're going to change the subject. Talk about some more travel stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, birthday trip. What you doing for your birthday, Miss Taurus? So, I was thinking about going to Bali. Um, I keep seeing it on TikTok. Um, Bali is beautiful. And it's yeah. cheap. Yeah. It's just a long getting there. It's just a long getting uh, there is hell. Yeah, but once you're there, everything is cheap. Mm-hmm. So 
Can I get a Fitbit? <laughs> I'm here. I got some of this. You want to try this one? Oh, hold on. It don't matter. Thank you. We can uh, spread a little. We got two bottles of wine. The uh, <laughs> I got that one. I'm going to get that one. We got some Stella Rosa. Stella Rosa. Stella Rosa. And uh, Nage Trois again because Trina loves it so much. Match. But uh, so yeah, I was looking up some accommodations. I'm gonna show you some pictures, and now I'm gonna post them on the uh thing. Cause I do want to go to Africa too. Oh look, that's the oh. food that we ordered. I'm about to show you that. <laughs> <laughs> but look, this one luxury private that's villa, we, ninety dollars private pool and breakfast, ninety dollars a night. That's insane, and it's beautiful. Then it's another one, two bedroom, and that's what one twenty six a night. And all this come with like food, et cetera. Yeah, like sometimes they have chef, masseuse. And then I looked up massages, fifteen to forty dollars per massage mm-hmm. on average for an hour massage. Yeah. I really wanna go. It looks really Okay. That'll be fun. And the girls trip- look lit. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. It's so much I wanna do. What's something else you want to do? I heard uh, another city you named. Which one? I don't remember. A synagogue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what's about there. that that makes you want to visit? I haven't the heard of food. The, everything looks beautiful. I think that's a fine man out there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I might not even come back. I want to go everywhere, uh, so take me there, too. And we've been wanting to do a Europe tour, too. Yeah, Europe mm-hmm. trip. That I actually want to get a car one time and I want to go for like two weeks and mm-hmm. backpack and just drive. But I want to do like the coast. So like Cannes, France, uh, Saint-Tropez, uh, bound to Ibiza, mm-hmm. go get the party in. But I want to chill in like all the chill spots and just drive all around the coast of Italy. Have you been to um, Saint-Tropez? Mm-mm. Have you? Yeah, I was about to say because it's Yeah, we had an apartment. We used to um, go every summer. Oh my God, for real? Mm-hmm. Virginia, that's what it is. But like, <laughs> you know, a lot of times when I meet guys, you'd be like, you know, let's go to Miami. And I just be like, you know, it's cool, but like, I really see like Central Bay. It's like, we see Bill Gates both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, we see, I see real stuff in life. That's why I take my son to really, travel sometime mm-hmm. because I don't want him to be impressed by that too. Like, mm-hmm. we could go to Miami. Right now, like we could plan a yeah. trip. It's it's not much to plan that, you know. You catch a spirit flight, but take me somewhere that I'm going to experience something totally different, a different side of life. Yeah, definitely. I Dang, that's yeah. dope. I didn't know that you were spending summer since. Oh my god, mm-hmm. every summer. That is so dope. Yeah, I love it. So where else you been in Europe? I'm gonna pick your Europe. I've been right. <laughs> oh my god. Been. You know, I haven't been to London. That's crazy. Okay. Um, well, of course, I, I used, I've been to Paris a lot, mm-hmm. Miss Italy, France, um, so you know, everywhere. everywhere, yeah, yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's super dope. Yeah, it's cool. I had to pick your brain about that because, like, so were y'all vacationing there or y'all doing, like, how I just described, like, backpacking, road trips, or like where, like in, in Europe? Europe, yeah. Well, when we used to go to um, Central Bay, we had an apartment, so we just just go. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we used to just you know the flights was really cheap over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh, we oh, used yeah. to take the train, just go. 
always say that just how you just asked me about Switzerland. If I see a sale to Europe, wherever it is, so Paris, $500, I'm going to book that. I'll worry about everything else later because mm-hmm. Paris to um, Zurich, $40 round mm-hmm. trip for a flight. It's nowhere you can go in America for $40 round trip, comfortably at least. Mm-hmm. Like you can get pretty much anywhere. Some of those flights are like, Twenty six dollars, twelve. Yeah, like Switzerland, Paris is like yeah. twenty six. Yeah, it's insanely cheap. Mm-hmm. All right, we got a lot of trips to plan, ladies. We do. So we gonna we gonna talk about motherhood. We gonna uh, try to make this a little interactive with the moms here, also, because Rose dropped the dime yesterday when she said, <laughs> "What'd you say?" We <laughs> had a lot. You say how about when you meet a guy and you're a single mom already? Right. They see us being a single parent already, and they see our struggles. You know what I'm saying? With everything around that, and then you go ahead and make us a single mom again. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. So just and it's case, deep. It's like just in case the sign didn't pick that up, I'm gonna repeat it. So. A guy sees us being a single mom. They see the struggles. They see the day in, day out, uh, how that drains us. They come in and make us a single mom again and repeat the cycle. Mm-hmm. That's deep. I was like, wow. And I'm I'm thinking, like, is that why I've escaped having another kid? Because I wanted another kid. I wanted another kid, especially around, like, 34, 35. I'm like, okay, I'm ready financially. I got the house. I got... But is he gonna act right? Like I don't know. I don't want to do this again. It's it's a trauma. Though. The fear of being a single parent again and having to do it all by yourself, being pregnant by yourself, going to doctor's point by yourself, having a baby by yourself. Like you're raising a whole human being that right. you could potentially make or break them. Right. Yeah. And that's a hard burden to carry. You know. Yeah. People can barely take care of themselves. Yeah. We got taking care of mm-hmm. another child. It's so it's heavy. Because you're gonna you're gonna have your hard days, and, yeah. You know you can't wake up and say I don't feel like being a mom today. Mm-hmm. You can't wake you up can't and say up. I don't feel like being a mom. You gotta today. wake up every day and be a mom. Men can say I'm gonna watch my kid today. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got I got plans. I gotta go out of town. I got plans. I gotta work. That's what killed me when I when <laughs> I when I had little yeah. June and his dad would call me and be like, Hey, the daycare called me. I'm at work. I said, they called me too. I'm at work. Like, I just picked him up yesterday. You could go today. I have literally a career just like you do. I That just floored me mm-hmm. that that was even his response as a man. Oh, like, wow. I got to work. Like, so do I. Like, mm-hmm. but guess what? I went and got him because I'm mom. And I see moms do that all the time. No, it's not just me. I see moms mm-hmm. everywhere leaving work. You know, taking care of their kids day in and day out. So, how do you manage? <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, since I met Tri and I and Rose, we all live in the same building. It's like, mm-hmm. it's the first time I actually, like, I feel like I have a baby daddy or something. Like, I have really Ooh. somebody that's here for me and yeah. for my kids. I love my kids. The village. That helped me because I never really, I never had help. Okay. Like, even when I used to have, People watching my kids, I used to always still pay, give them some money. Yeah. So it's uh, to me, you're like a babysitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, 
I never really had nobody to really help me. Mm. For that. Yeah. So it's it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been a long journey. And I, you know, but I I'm thankful. I love my kids. Yeah. They changed me as a better person. But I don't know if I want another kid now. <laughs> and that's what that's what we was talking about yesterday. So yeah. in dating, obviously conversation when Women are alone. We get to talk about dating or whatever. So we're like, why when dating, guys are like, when do you want another kid? Like, how soon do guys ask you that <laughs> from when you On meet On the first date. <laughs> In the first hour. Look, I, I just try not to you. laugh because we talked about Literally. it. So I'm like, not on the first date, Frenchie. Yeah. Or the first hour so on the first date. To be honest... Before, I used to just be like, yeah, yeah, I want more kids. But then the more thinking about it, I'm just like, do I really want to go through it again? Like, I had bad pregnancy. I was alone a lot. Mm. Sick. Like, yeah. it was just no. I hate being pregnant. I just hated being pregnant. So, what gives men the audacity to even ask that, though? Like, that was my thought process. Like, why are you asking me? Do I want more? Is it the maternal instinct that you give off? It probably is. And, you know, it's like a lot of, because I just do it naturally because I've been a mom for so long. Okay. Like a lot of time I might just start dating a guy and I just, you know, cook, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, clean or I might do his laundry because I'm just so used to doing it for my kids. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? I just, I always treat everybody like my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like I just. It's just in me. But I, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, all my 20s, I've been a mom. Mm. Now I'm 31. Like, all my 30s, I really want to enjoy. Yeah. So I never really had time to enjoy my life for it, for it. Yeah. That's what stopped me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want another baby. But you know what? I can just get up and leave my house. I could text my son at that. Like, hey, I'll be back. And I can go do pretty much anything that I want to do. So why would I start over? Mm-hmm. And especially with the chance of doing it by myself. Hell no, I'm not doing it by myself. And you know what I was just talking about the other day? We like, no, of course I work outside. So I work in a nightclub and nightlife. Mm-hmm. But even on my day off, I be outside sometimes, right? But it's like guys always see me. They be like, damn, friendship, have friend always outside. Like y'all always outside. When we inside the whole day taking care of kids, yes. I like we want to yes. have a drink, we want to have a hookah, like you know what I'm saying. Yes. We need, like, I want to see my friends, like we, you know what I'm saying. Just like yesterday, we outside, just about we to just say playing that. Uno. Yeah, we, yeah, we outside, but we playing Uno. Like yeah. we not, we don't go outside to do you know crazy yeah. things. We just. We just have a bunch no, of moms a having a good time. Good group of friends. Like no mm-hmm. one's promiscuous. No one is like you know um, stealing or you know what's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Uh, you know Atlanta full of uh, scammers. Yes, like yeah, no, yeah. none of us are doing anything bad. Like, like we're just really mm-hmm. partying and we're really going and home. We're really having that. a good time. We're really having really a good time. Going home. <laughs> like, I was looking at our stories again this morning. I was like, we were really out on Christmas Eve. Maybe it's a Christmas one. Because we don't have the kids. But I said at the gone. same time, I be all week practice. Dropping him off. Mm-hmm. Bringing him food. Picking him up for practice. Like, you got damn right I was out on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Drunk as fuck. You, I earned that. I earned that hookah. <laughs> I earned that hangovers. 
fuck? <laughs> I earned all of that. We yeah. had a time. Not for sure. But I'm still stuck on the guy asking on the first date. To I don't know why it's just... And I'm, I'm just so picky. It. it does turn me off quick. Because I'm like, damn, like, I literally... I have kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not the first thing. I want to, you know... Can yeah. we like learn about each other? So like, do you think we... it's another way of like control to like I want to keep her in the house? Mm-hmm. Mm. But I would <laughs> kick me inside. <laughs> While I'm pregnant, yeah, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. And you said something else too about you've been a mom your whole twenties. And a friend sent me a meme earlier today, and it was a joke. A main video about this uh, mom and her daughter. The daughter found her uh, dildos, all her sex toys, and she was like playing with them with the Barbies, and she didn't, <laughs> she didn't know what they were. And it was funny, but I was yeah. like, no. Nah, on a serious note, I ain't had no privacy my entire adult life. Mm-hmm. My son just walks in the room to this day, and I've talked to oh, him if- over and over, and he's like, okay, but you're my mom. I'm gonna if I want something, I'm going to just walk into your room. Like, yeah, we've like never you. had privacy. Mm-mm. Like, that's insane. Man. <laughs> Especially as a toddler, they be in the bathroom with you. Like, yeah. the fuck do you want? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have no privacy. Uh-oh. But, yeah. So, I got a question for you. Okay. So, if, let's say, you meet a guy and you date him, like, how long... Do you take before you introduce him to your kid? Ooh, it's a two-part answer for that. <laughs> Little kids immediately. My 17-year-old, not at all. Mm-hmm. Because... Little kids don't know how to communicate, right? So little kids don't know how to say... Because um, a lot of communication with little kids is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. So... Your partner that if you waited, let's say you wait six months and introduce him to a five-year-old little girl. That little girl could hate him or he could hate the little girl. She can't tell you that. You're not going to read any of the nonverbal communication between them at all. And by the time you find out you love this guy, y'all ready to move in, like you're going to be way more heartbroken. So you should introduce them to little kids fairly soon because mm-hmm. that nonverbal communication you need to pay attention to that and see like how they interact with kids, especially of the opposite sex. Yeah. But even like little boys, like my son playing a video game when he was a little kid, like how are you going to interact with my son when he's losing his game and he's being, you know, <laughs> a little asshole about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you going to scream at my son? Shut the fuck up. Like, okay, you got to go. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you need to know that sooner. But like my 17-year-old, oh, you're not finna meet. Because first of all, my son knows way too much. So like, mm-hmm. he going to be side-eyeing. Like, what you be doing to my mama? Like, uh-uh. I don't need. Yeah, like, all the kids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he can also tell me now, like, I don't like him. He looked at me the wrong way. I don't like this. I don't like that. He could talk about that. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, can your kid verbalize they don't like this person? Mm -hmm. So that's the answer to that. Because if you wait too long and you all in love and the kid hates your dude, then you're like, you know, 
that's a tough yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to make it, but it's yeah. a tough decision. It's going to hurt you even more. I agree. What are y'all thoughts on that? How some? It's and it's different for girls because you're bringing a man around your daughter. So yeah, you that's it's totally it's different. Like, yeah. If I really don't know. If we as girls, we get attached differently. You know, mm-hmm. daddy's girl, you know, and, and, and we're softer and mm. it's a little bit more easier to get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, to let, for, to, for us to let, you know, that confidence That's true. Yeah. You know, go through. So, yeah, it's different depending on the child. I, yeah. I think that as a parent, you realize what type of kid you have. And you really play it by ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you go with your intuitions in those moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the little girl situation. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'd be scared because there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't meet a guy that looks normal and that you mm-hmm. love. And behind, he might do some weird shit. And, I mean, we saying that about little girls, but you got to watch your little boys, too. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and guys like to love bomb you, you know, yeah. and show you the best side of them, you know. And what is love bombing? What is love bombing? What is uh, that? I had to look that up. Love bombing is just basically telling you and doing everything. Is it stopped? Oh, you can keep talking. I'm going to fix it. Um, it. It's basically... Just doing everything that you would like, you know, that they, they hear and know that you would like, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, saying all the right things at the right time. And, yeah. You know, they're not showing you the real them because mm-hmm. they want you, you know, to be attached to them, you know, to let your guard down. And us as women, we want that, you know, we long for that. So That's true. Well, they know what to say. Mm-hmm. So... Love bombing, I think, is what I call representative. So, guys, girls do this too now, but guys do it more often. Mm-hmm. They'll send you that representative. Like, hey, I'm a nice guy. Who are you? And then they demand a real version of you too. That's the crazy part. They immediately demand a real version of you while they're hiding a girlfriend, while mm-hmm. they're hiding that they don't have any money. Uh that right there makes me not want to date at all because it's hard. It's hard to read somebody that you don't know, you know. Because you can hide not having money extremely well. I've learned that the hard way. Oh, <laughs> we all did. <laughs> oh my god, you can hide that extremely yeah. well. And I see why women ask now, like, how much money do you make? No, seriously, how much money do you make? Do you need a place to stay? Because if you need a place to stay, we cannot go on this date because you can't stay with me. <laughs> do you have a girl or do you have somebody that thinks they're your girl <laughs> exactly that no. so i heard a new one you guys i heard a new answer to that <laughs> do you have i'm extremely shocked so tell me how y'all would react to this or if y'all heard this so do you have a girlfriend his response i think we both have options <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we both have options. Everybody have like, options, but that's no. Not. I you 
you didn't answer the question. Right. Yeah, that's Do you not... have someone that thinks that they're your girlfriend? And that's always answered. I think we both have options. And it's like options in a girlfriend is totally different. So like what I'm asking is, are you still with your baby mom? That's not an option. That's you still with your baby mom. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be in labor and delivery in the next couple of weeks. Like, that's what I'm asking. Not options is, you know, calling mm-hmm. somebody like you up. Right. You don't have a brother mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's the craziest thing that y'all heard the answer to something like that? Honestly, I feel like I never really, I never really heard like any crazy things, but then I see crazy things after. Mm. You know, I feel like everybody that I do kind of start talking to or go on a date with, they all look perfect. They all tell me what I want to hear. Love bombing. (laughs) Yeah. They will never really be straightforward. Like, yeah, Yeah. okay, I'm talking to three. You know, I'm very straightforward. I tell, you know, you ask me, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. You ask me how many guys I talk to, I'll tell you. I talk to one, two, three, like. Yeah. You know, but it's rare to really find a man that would actually tell you, like, okay. Because they don't want to lose you. Mm-hmm. Because they, yeah. Yeah, they want to keep, you know, this bad bitch on their line. So they're going to tell yeah. you what, you know, just enough Yeah. to keep you on their line. Yeah. Love bombing. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that is such a hard time for people to be honest. It's hard for men that's to say That's what I'm saying. weird. <laughs> that's weird to me. That's a turn on to me. Yes. Tell me what yeah. you have <laughs> yeah. so that I know how to move. Exactly. So I know how to maneuver. And they don't do that because they want you exclusively to them. Mm-hmm. So they're going to tell you, you know, give you a little breadcrumb here and there just to keep you, you know. On yeah. a lot, essentially. No, that's true. But I just feel like I'm part of my age. I'm the... <laughs> Pretty much, if I date, I just want to, you know, I yeah. date for a purpose. I want to have a family. Eventually, I want to get married again. Intentional. You know what I'm saying? So, if yeah. we go on a date, just be honest. You got a girl, then we we ain't going to go on this date. Like, yeah. I'm not interested in talking to you or do anything if yeah. I know you have... You stay with your baby mama, you yeah. got a wife, you got a girlfriend, yeah. you got somebody you like. Like, no. <laughs> it's wasting not, my time. It, it is. And I don't have a lot of time. I want to, you know, get into something serious. And if that's not with you, that's okay. I'm not even mad. Like, mm-hmm. but don't waste my time. Let me yeah. go find the other guy. I've <laughs> heard some other people say that they met guys and they be like, I'm with my baby mama when we're not together, though. <laughs> yes. I, yes. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I oh, live okay. with my baby mama, but we not together. Like, I'm trying to and as, like, what? And as a baby mama, that's a lie. <laughs> 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 right. Lord, my bad. My life. If I'm not living with my baby daddy, stop that. And maybe the. And if he's living with me, he's with me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you how do you live with? Okay, so can you live with an ex then? To mm-hmm. save money. No. To to stack some bread. No. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, I, I mean, I could do that, but I'm the type of person, you know, I, we just talked about detachment. So, like, I can detach. I can go in my room. I can stack this bread. If I'm not dating, though, 
if I'm dating, I won't do that. But if I'm good with being alone for about six months and not worried about nothing, then yeah. See, I detach, my, I detach myself. So it's like I would never go back and talk to my ex. My ex is my ex. I, okay. Once I move on, I move on. It's nothing to talk about. Yeah, I don't think my ex could live with me. But I could live <laughs> with my ex. Like, he going to be trying it. So that's why I said I couldn't date. But you had to save some money. Travel a little bit more. I probably could. Yeah. No. I'll go get an extra I'm job. Like- well, <laughs> it's another way around it. Definitely. All right. Well, that's all the topics. Y'all got some questions? No questions? No questions. <laughs> oh, wait. Frenchie, who did your hair? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. That's a good one. Let me call her Instagram. I could put the um, Instagram link in the. Um... Okay. So, who did your hair? Um, why you can't just put on the link? Cause it's okay. Yeah, I gotta go to the hall. But she's good. She's very good. She um, she actually African. She just moved to Atlanta, so she did it in less than four hours. Cause you know some people do it in like ten hours. Yeah, it's pretty. Thank you. Yeah, she it. really affordable. Like she good. So you guys check it out. Well, if that's everything, thank y'all. Thank you. We're really cute. We're going to put pictures on Instagram of our matching PJs. And that's it. Thank you, Frenchie. See y'all next time. Bye.